though. Okay, Lisa. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back after this. All right, all right. Uh, it was correct the whole time. Lisa freaked me out. I canceled it. I, I brought it right back up. So hopefully everything is good. And if you're just joining us, unfortunately, our guest for this evening, who was Liz Crokin, uh, suffered a minor emergency today. I'm not going to get into specifics. That's not uh, necessarily necessary. But I will tell you this. Uh, I'm just asking that everybody pray for Liz, her continued health and safety, uh, and that uh, in the future, everything is going to work out. She's coming back in just a few short weeks. We are going to screen the first 15 minutes of her her documentary called Slave Princess, uh, and I'm going to tell you guys where you can go to watch it. I want you all to watch it before Liz comes back in just a couple of weeks. Also, there's a lot of news that has broken over the last 24 hours. We've got new details in regards to Eugene Yu and Connick. Uh, we've got a couple of major victories in terms of election integrity and election security. Uh, so please don't go anywhere because we have a lot to discuss. Now, if you wouldn't mind, because I didn't get to ask in the intro because I was freaking out about uh, the possibility of the stream being on the wrong thing. Please consider hitting that plus sign, hit the red pill, uh, hit the uh, the like button, whatever it might be, because uh, I'm showing we're live on everything. We're live on the Foxhole. We're live on Rumble. We're live on Getter. We're, we're live all over the place. So hang out with me tonight and let's talk about the news. So first of all, what do you guys say about a, a, a little catch up, a little update on the situation with Connick? Because... This is as juicy as it comes. Now, yesterday, I hope that you were able to catch my video. Uh, I detailed uh, some direct ways in which Connick broke some much more serious laws, uh, gave you the actual federal registry entries so that you can go look it up yourselves. And I actually encourage everyone to go through the federal register and start trying to look for things related to election law and related to uh, critical infrastructure specifically uh, that Connick may have broken in uh, in their contracts with all of these various counties all across the nation. Um, I truly do believe that this investigation is going to be going places. It is going to seriously call out a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of places and result in a number of additional charges. Now, let me first say this. Let me first say this, because uh, some people were were worried that because it was in L.A. and George Gascon is the D.A., they were, they were thinking this is going to be a cover up. I'll tell you what is a cover up. The Hunter Biden story that just came out in the last 24 hours. Um, so the, the, the government is uh, is admitting that they have finally investigated Hunter Biden to the point where they can consider charges against him. But what are they considering charges on? Uh, they're considering charges on him lying uh, on the gun application. It's a misdemeanor. It's no big deal. It's a nothing burger. Hunter Biden won't spend a day in jail for that. Uh, what else? Uh, there was something related to his taxes. Oh, well, that's convenient because he has a sugar daddy out there in California that's just going to pay those taxes for him. In fact, he already did. So what's the worst that can happen? They're going to make him pay some more taxes? Well, we know because of his business dealings with foreign nationals and foreign entities and countries, we know Hunter Biden doesn't have any problem pulling up some extra skrill at the end of the day to ensure that his taxes are paid. Uh, these are 
BS crimes that are going to go nowhere. It's a cover-up because at this point, they realize that if they don't charge Hunter Biden with something, if they don't bring something to feed the starving masses, then uh, people are going to be outraged. The important thing, if they were going to charge him, would be the FARA violations, would be the Foreign Agents Registration Act violations, because they set a precedent uh, when they went after uh, uh, General Flynn and uh, more even specifically uh, Paul Manafort. All right. They threw Paul Manafort in prison. And I guess now he's home uh, uh, because of COVID or something like that. He's on house arrest. But if they went after Hunter Biden for the FARA violations, Hunter Biden would be in prison for decades. OK, now the reason they're not going to talk about those FARA violations is because they can't gloss over uh, the meat of those allegations. They can't say, well, you know, Hunter Biden <coughs> was acting as a foreign agent for Ukraine, <coughs> uh, for Mongolia, <coughs> uh, for, for China. <coughs> they can't just breeze past all that. They're going to have to go over it in excruciating detail. And at the same time they're doing that, it's going to bring Joe Biden and Jim Biden and maybe even Jill into the mix. So that stuff's not going to come up, at least under this current regime, this current administration. So I think the Hunter Biden stuff that they're talking about right now, it's it's uh, it's blood in the water for the sharks, and they're hoping that people are going to latch on to it. If anything, we should be talking about how it's a travesty. They're not going to be talking about those FARA violations. And if they do bring them up and he gets charged, you know, I will eat crow on that. I will happily eat crow. Uh, but I think that under the current regime, there's no way because Joe Biden, Jim Biden, the entire Biden crime family, they're directly implicated and they can't afford to do that. Um, so right here, going back to Connick, yesterday in my video, I suggested every single person that watched that video go to their own county's election website and determine whether or not poll chief is being used by your uh, your your local government. Give me a one in the chat if you, after watching my video yesterday, went to your county's election website and looked to see if poll chief was in use. I think this is important, and so uh, I'm going to wait for you guys to throw a one in the chat. I know at least a couple of you did because you, you sent me emails about it. All right, and, you know, there's a there's a delay on the stream, so I'm sure it'll come through. But if you did, good for you. Very proud of you. Uh, because uh, the other really important aspect of that is when you call your elections department and you ask them, you know, hey, are you aware of the investigation in Los Angeles? Are you aware of the uh, arrest and indictment of a likely alleged Chinese spy? Uh, because if you're not, you need to give L.A. County a call so that they can tell you about their investigation. Now, I am certain that there is an investigative team uh, that helped out with that uh, whole thing over there in L.A. You know, L.A. has limited time and resources, and although there are patriots that work in the L.A. County District Attorney's Office, there is a lot of sorting that had to go through with that investigation to prove the crimes of Connick and Eugene Yu so that it could be brought to the L.A. County District Attorney's Office and then you know, result in those charges. So... We need to make sure that investigations like that happen in every other county all across America, every state, every city, every single place where poll chief was in use, because each one of those instances is going to result in millions 
of uh, um, uh, leaks of personal identifying information. Every single one of those counties or cities or states are going to be eligible to go back after Connick for the millions of dollars that they undoubtedly paid them. So these are the points that are important. You got to protect your constituents, right? Even if they're uh, Democrats or Republicans, doesn't matter. It's a nonpartisan issue. Second, uh, who isn't looking for extra money these days? Every one of these counties is paying more money for the same services uh, for uh, a variety of different things. Everyone is hurting. They're going to want that cash back. All right. So if you can keep it to those two issues, don't say Connick, uh, you know, swung the election. Uh, don't even get into that. We can get to that down the road when we determine what additional crimes were committed by them. Uh, because, again, go to the federal registry, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the federal register, the code of the federal, federal register, and look through uh, election equipment, uh, election infrastructure, uh, look through uh, uh, different uh, rules that they have for doing business with the uh, with the government. You know, this is a open and shut case on uh, the crime that I presented to you guys in that video. And if you can imagine all across America, if every single county, all of them uh, were able to refer that same charge to the FBI and to the DOJ, they would have no choice but to follow through on it. Now, I put Christopher Ray on the front of the card because Christopher Ray is the lead of the FBI. Uh, but you know, I think we all are on the same page with Ray. I, I don't trust that Ray is going to bring charges unless, of course, he is forced to bring those charges. Because how many counties do we have in the United States, guys? Anybody out there know off the top of your head? Let's say thousands. Let's say half the counties in the United States were using poll chief. Let's say 20 or half of those actually did investigations into Eugene Yu and Connick and all decided to charge him with the same uh, federal crimes, in addition to the breach of contract and in addition to the personal identifying information. If every single one of them made the choice to go ahead and do that and then brought those referrals to the FBI, that's a hell of a lot of counties, okay? It's a hell of a lot of cities, hell of a lot of states. Uh, and then if the FBI doesn't want to do something, every single one of them, thank you, North Star, 3,045. And then if every single county... Every single investigator, every single uh, district attorney, county attorney does a press conference and says, we have investigated the crimes of Connick and we have referred these federal crimes to the FBI and the DOJ. You know, if the FBI and the DOJ aren't going to do anything about it, then they're going to be put on blast and the entirety of America is going to say, what the hell? We're looking at a, a potential Chinese spy ring that infiltrated the United States election system. Uh, it may not have anything to do with counting votes or it may not have anything to do with ballots, but to have the government of China, the Chinese Communist Party, to have a finger inside the election system of the United States, that is baffling. And it's something that must be addressed. And it has nothing to do with right or left, Democrat, Republican. It is a nonpartisan issue. And it's something that I think everybody can get behind. And that's why we're seeing this happen first in L.A. I mean, besides the fact that patriots are definitely in the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. But I'm hoping that maybe one of you live in, uh, in Virginia. And maybe you called your county elections office, at least one of them. Uh, has now announced that they're going to stop using these 
Chinese-linked softwares from Connect, uh, and uh, instead, they're going to have to go with something else. Now, I have something else interesting that I need to tell you guys. Somebody who works in an election department somewhere in the United States uh, has started sending me communications from within their own uh, administrative area. Uh, and I'm going to go through, I'm going to read you some of the content of this. I, I haven't actually had a chance to see it yet, but I'm hoping that it's some juicy stuff. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to tell you where it is because I want this person to be able to remain anonymous. I want this person uh, to know that uh, they're not in danger. Uh, and let me see here. Okay, so there was the first one replying back to me. All right, so dear election worker, Tonight, we learned that the L.A. County District Attorney arrested an executive with Connect Corporation as part of an investigation and the possible theft of personal identifying information of election workers. Then they say that Connect distributes and sells Poll Chief, and this county uses Poll Chief as their worker management system. They're aware of the issue. They're looking into the impact, if any, uh, data that might have been leaked and will continue to update. So that, to me, shows that at least this county is doing an investigation. Now, I was also told yesterday uh, that there is at least one other county that is interested in reaching out to L.A. to see about their own investigation. Now, this is going to accumulate at a degree that will be impossible for the people of America to ignore. This is going to continue to multiply, continue to multiply. All right, so another email. As we continue to determine the impact, if any election worker data uh, was leaked, following the news we shared yesterday about the arrest of Eugene Yu, uh, the district attorney, uh, oh, excuse me, uh, this county is encouraging anyone who suspects that they've been the victim of identity theft to contact law enforcement right away. They're going to continue to monitor the situation, uh, take any action that's necessary. Uh, But in this particular county, uh, it's quite obvious that people are contacting them. Uh, So can I get a, a confirmation from you guys? A confirmation that you're going to go to your county election website and determine whether or not poll chief is in use. Can I please get a one in the in the chat? If you can verify to me that you're going to do this after the show tonight, because it's very very important. I would really really appreciate it. Yes, Eric is also very corrupt, absolutely corrupt. Please, guys, help me out here, and uh, and and let me know that you're going to do this. Okay. So continuing uh, with this uh, this county in Virginia. So obviously uh, they they learned about this and uh, and they were pretty disturbed by it. Uh, so let's see. This is uh, Fairfax County, Virginia. No, no. Following the C- yeah Fairfax County, Virginia. They have already stopped using poll chief. Uh, and what do they say? That is really all they say, uh, that uh, they have stopped using Poll Chief and uh, they are probably going to investigate. Okay, good. Thank you, guys. Poll Chief, it's it's exactly what it looks like, P-O-L-L-C-H-I-E-F. And let me, you know, if you didn't watch the video yesterday, then then let me take you to Allegheny County and their elections website. Now, 
Is it still here? Oh, it looks like perhaps they have taken it down. Here we go. Let me take a look. Okay. Elections division. Uh, learn more. Where was it? Oh, man, they might have cleaned it up. Apply to be a poll worker. Here we go. Okay, this is poll chief right here. Well, they're still using it. They haven't taken it down yet. Um, but I don't know where the website is. But the uh, Allegheny County website that I showed yesterday in my video, uh, it gives you the instructions on what happens when you apply to be a poll worker. Uh, now, the reason that it's really important is because they admit on their website that Poll Chief connects directly to the voter registration database, which is part of the critical election infrastructure, which means that uh, Connect gave access to the Chinese. They had that server in China, uh, and that's absolutely against law. You cannot be doing business with or transmitting information to China, Venezuela, uh, uh, Cuba, Russia, and North Korea. North Korea, I think, is it. So, so anyways, good news about this Virginia County. Now, make sure that you do this after we're done here tonight. Uh, and even more incredibly, today, Eugene Yu was arrested while attempting to flee to China. He was labeled a significant flight risk at his bail hearing, and he was caught with his luggage on the way to the airport. Now, since he lives in Meridian Township, I would imagine this would be the Lansing Airport. He left a cell phone behind. He didn't take it with him, probably because he knew it was going to be monitored. Uh, he does have significant ties to China. Uh, and it, it makes sense that if he is a Chinese spy, then, of course, he's going to try and flee and get there as soon as possible. Uh, so very interesting stuff that uh, he he tried to take off as soon as possible. Uh, I'm not 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 surprised, not surprised at all. Uh, and we went over this Yulin stuff yesterday in the video. So Eugene Yu uh, is not going to be going anywhere. And I would imagine that uh, he's going to remain in custody. Uh, he is a major flight risk. So the uh, the 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 bail hearing yesterday was at the Ingham County Prosecutor's Office. Uh, they said he was a flight risk and explained how they believed he was attempting to potentially flee the United States. So this is a direct quote from the district attorney there. Mr. Yu has substantial ties to the, to the country of China. He is from China. He emigrated here. He maintains relations with family and friends and government and the party in China. He also has extensive and significant business relationships in the country of China. Connick, the, uh, the the forerunner of Connick, started there. Uh, looks like Poll Chief was actually also developed there before being injected into the United States election system. Uh, and in addition, when he was arrested yesterday, he was arrested with a backpack or luggage, and he was, in fact, on his way to the airport. I do not have confirmation as to where he was going, but he was on his way to leaving the state of Michigan. Now, it's my understanding that the raid on Connick uh, took place simultaneously uh, when a raid would have happened on Eugene Yu's home. Uh, I would imagine that uh, this happened early in the day. 
so that people were just getting to work or people were already at work uh, would have made it more likely that they would have had full access to everything and, and gotten Eugene and everything. But this this looks like there was a possibility he was actually at his home and maybe he got tipped off about the fact that the uh, uh, the, the authorities were, were coming to arrest him. So, uh, OK. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, the the article I brought you the other day from the New York Times, Stuart Thompson, when he wrote that article saying that uh, True the Vote and all of us Anons were uh, peddling baseless conspiracy theories. Uh, <laughs> this is the update to the original article he wrote. Editor's note, October 6th. After this article was published, the chief executive of Connick, Eugene Yu, was arrested in connection with an investigation into the possible theft of personal information about poll workers. In communications with the Times for this article, neither Mr. Yu nor a spokesman for Connex said the company was the subject of an investigation. They also asserted that all the company's data was stored on servers in the United States. Prosecutors in Los Angeles who brought the charges against Mr. Yu said they had found some company data Many millions of entries of company data uh, were stored on servers in China. The Times is continuing to report this story. Can you imagine the shame uh, and the humiliation that Stewart and the editorial board at the New York Times are feeling right about now? Uh, it's just going to get worse every single day uh, because it's quite obvious that there was – oh, look at this. Uh, it was quite obvious that there was uh, all kinds of criminal activity taking place. Uh, the mainstream media has covered it up. They've played interference for the cabal and for these uh, global criminal actors, quite often uh, state sponsors like China. Uh, they have covered up for these crimes and allowed the United States to be taken further and further to the brink of destruction. These people truly are the enemy of the people. There is absolutely no way around it. All right, you guys, before we get into the other very good election-related news, I do want to uh, watch the first 15 minutes of Slave Princess from uh, our friend Liz Crokin. Uh, and then we'll come back, we'll talk about that, uh, and then here. Actually, before I do that, let me go ahead and pass out the link to it. And there you go. That's the link to Slave Princess right there. And uh, I want to make sure that you guys uh, check it out. Go to her Rumble channel. Make sure you subscribe to her. And uh, there we go. Okay, L let's go ahead and watch Slave Princess. First 15 minutes. Imagine you're a 25-year-old young woman who has been forced to perform since as long as she can walk. She would love for new eyes to see her situation, but if she brings it up, she's constantly threatened that the conservators will take her kids away. This little conspiracy going around that Britney Spears is being held against her will. Maybe she is needing a conservatorship and maybe her dad is helping and these conspiracy theories are getting out of control. That idea that Britney is a puppet who just gets moved around and told what to do is incredibly inaccurate. It seems obvious that both Jamie and Lynn want her to get better. The conservatorship is in place to keep her healthy. 
raising children, doing all these tours, doing all these concerts. Someone who needs conservatorship is mentally incapacitated and she has proven to do the opposite. People manipulate young women, they manipulate kids. It's dark and demonic energy that this industry was built on. Making anyone work against their will, taking all their possessions away, credit card, cash, phone, passport. The only similar thing to this is called sex trafficking. trafficking, trafficking. I had like certain people in my life that were, that were just bad people. Like I was very guarded at first, but then I went to a point where I ended up letting them in because I was lonely or whatever the fact, and I really paid the consequences for that. I used to work as an entertainment journalist and I covered Britney Spears for many years. I worked for Us Weekly magazine, for In Touch Weekly magazine. I had my own column in the red eye edition of the Chicago Tribune. I have been sent to Kentwood, Louisiana many times to cover Brittany. I've met Kevin Federline. I've met Jason Alexander. I've met several people that are close to Britney Spears. Even before her conservatorship, it was very clear that she was surrounded by people she couldn't trust that she was manipulated, that she was too controlled. Even before she was taken to a mental facility and put into a 5150 hold, it was very clear that Britney Spears was the victim of some kind of abuse. abuse. I owe them everything, and everything is just as it should be. Once upon a time in a land far, far away, there lived a beautiful girl named Brittany. She could sing, dance, and do gymnastics. Everybody in the town loved listening to her perform. She would excel in everything she did, and to the outside world, she seemed to have it all. But home life was a hot mess. Brittany's family were very poor. Her mom, Lynn, said they often had to rob Peter to pay Paul just to get by. 
Britney's dad, Jamie, had a really hard time getting his hands on money. After a long time of financial instability and a string of failed businesses, Jamie filed for bankruptcy. Lynn threatened to divorce him many times when Britney was just a kid. Then there were rumors that Jamie was messing around on Lynn. And it was no secret he loved to shine up that Pepsi Max. Sometimes when Jamie was in a drunken rage, things got pretty rough. This one time, he got as juiced up as Cooter Brown and tried to drive off with Brittany when she was just five years old. Uncle Willie tried to reach down and grab the keys, but he got punched up instead. All while Brittany was hysterical and crying in the back seat. One time, Jamie came home totally wasted and called Lynn a very naughty word. Then, he grabbed her glass of water and threw it across the room. This became just a normal day in the Spears' home. But then, Brittany became a rich, famous, and beautiful pop princess, and they all lived happily ever after. Brittany grew up in the small town of Kentwood, Louisiana, and worked very hard as a young child to make it as a star. She started dance lessons at the fragile age of three. Still today, her concerts are packed with adoring fans from all over the world. Unaware, they are complicit in a sinister and potentially criminal set of circumstances that have been playing out behind the scenes since it all began. In recent years, passionate fans have brought awareness to the now prevalent belief that Britney Spears is, at the very least, a victim of long-term financial fraud by the very people who claim to have her best interests in mind. Brittany told us in her own words during her July 14th court appearance that she had abandonment issues from her childhood and has always been scared of her father. Pop stars said that there have been times in her life where she's been, quote, extremely scared of her dad. She wants him removed and charged with conservatorship abuse. But just as things were nosediving for the Spears family, Britney crash landed into the hearts of millions with her debut television appearance on Star Search. Kentwood, Louisiana, here is 10-year-old Britney Spears. Which then quickly led to her big break in 1992 as a cast member in the Mickey Mouse Club alongside Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, and Ryan Gosling. In a glittering cloud of showbiz fairy dust, she broke through her small town southern ceiling and headed for the bright lights of LA, filled with all the hope and possibility in the world. But dragged along in the jet stream of Britney's meteoric rise, was an unscrupulous and blood-sucking gang of bad actors who were already plotting to lay claim to her future estate. While investigating the deeply concerning details of Britney's forced conservatorship, her loyal fans unwittingly stumble down a horrifying rabbit hole. Few would ever suspect that her own family might eventually become willing participants in a sprawling, potentially criminal conspiracy involving financial fraud, medical malpractice, involuntary servitude, and forced labor. 
leading all the way up to the upper echelons of Hollywood and Washington, D.C. Now are you sure you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Oh, we start with this hair. Um... All right, we are going, we're going to stop it right there because I really want you guys to go watch it on Liz's channel because she deserves a click from you. She deserves a view. All right, so now I see that uh, Low Country Brooklyn out there in the chat, she says she is attempting to find out of on her, uh, hey, what's up, Starface? Good to see you. Uh, attempting to find out whether or not Pole Chief is in use in her county. Um, I initially put out like a list of all the counties and cities and states that I knew of right after the pit. I can't find my notes, though. Um, and I will tell you this. I would assume that it was probably in use in Ingham County, Michigan, because that's where uh, Connick is located. But when you go to their website, uh, they already have it switched out to a Google form for people to put their information in. Now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Milwaukee uh, also had the same thing in place. They also now have a Google form. So take a look here. Uh, this is the website for Connick. They used to have a list of the uh, the places that they serviced, but they don't anymore, probably because they don't want people like us to go out there and start doing our own investigations. Uh, let me see. Low Country Brooklyn says, Navy SEAL Jordan Barnhart struggles to protect his children from corrupt family court system. I also would ask that you watch that interview that I published earlier today. Jordan is a real patriot. Uh, he's a special operator, Navy SEAL. Uh, and uh, he's currently dealing with the family court system. It's taken his career from him. Uh, obviously, they're trying to take his kids, trying to keep his kids away from him, and he just does not deserve it. Uh, and he said, actually, he texted me right before the show, and he wanted me to know that uh, all of the the encouragement that he's gotten, the people who have emailed him, that have reached out to him, he wants everybody to know how much he appreciates it. Uh, it was really the lift that he needed. And I was kind of thinking it would because I know my audience and uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, so uh, thank you very much for everything you've done to uh, to help lift Jordan up and, and his family. So I'm trying to find they might have taken the website down on Allegheny County uh, that uh, that gave the information about how to actually register using poll chief and then indicating that it um it was using the voter registration database. Well, let, let's let's continue on with the conversation about elections, though, because in one Alaskan area, uh, it's a borough. I think they call counties boroughs there, uh, and this is it. Matanuska, I don't know, Matanuska, Matanuska, Susitna borough. Uh, they have completely banned all electronic voting machines from this election and every other election uh, going forward. So it's actually not going to take effect until after the midterms. But uh, Alaska is by and large an overwhelmingly conservative area. And uh, there is a possibility that if they do use these machines to cheat in this next election, it's going to be for, um, uh, oh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Um the the rhino that's in Alaska. Man, why am I blanking on this? Anyways, so uh, this is going to uh, affect, uh, you know, all the voters here in this area. That's good news. Uh, also, in the Delaware Supreme Court, 
it's been ruled that mail-in voting is unconstitutional, and they have also struck down same-day voter registration. Those are two methods by which we know the Democrats absolutely love to cheat and steal elections. Uh, This is very, very good news. Brandon Straka actually reporting on this. Uh, Delaware Supreme Court banning mail-in ballots. This is Joe Biden's home state, guys. That is a huge statement to be making uh, when the man who was arguably selected, uh, not elected, Murkowski, Lisa Murkowski. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Uh, His own state is getting rid of mail-in ballots and same-day registration. This is uh, really, really good news for the people of Delaware, and I think that it has the opportunity to set a precedent uh, for other states. Uh, We could uh, have people file suits in their own states using the uh, reasoning of the Delaware Supreme Court to say, you know what, it's unconstitutional, we shouldn't be allowing this. And uh, we're going to go ahead and and just go back to the plain old paper ballots. Uh, Now they have to get rid of electronic voting machines as well. Uh, But this is just one small piece of what the Democrats do to ensure that they can steal elections. Uh, Now, let me see. uh, This right here, this next bit, this is kind of, uh, uh, man, this is a tough subject because especially for people in Wisconsin. But I'm sure you guys remember uh, the Waukesha terrorist uh, that at Christmas time barreled through the parade and murdered a whole bunch of innocent people, murdered a whole bunch of innocent people. Well, he's back in the news because apparently he's got COVID-19. Now, this is probably going to come as no surprise to you, uh, but he was totally freaked out because he's fully vaccinated. He said, I'm terrified. I don't know what's going on. I'm fully vaccinated. Now, this prosecution of Daryl Brooks uh, has been ongoing for just a couple of days. Um, On the first day, Brooks had to be removed from the courtroom because of outbursts. Uh, On the second day, they were doing jury selection. Uh, And then I think that Daryl Brooks might be trying to stall for time. Uh, because he claims to be afraid of being diagnosed with COVID-19. Uh, he said, he, he said I'm scared as hell. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, Daryl Brooks can rot in his cell. Uh, the longer that he sits there, uh, the longer it is uh, not being uh, delivered justice to the people who were victims of his crimes. Clearly, he's a madman, because no sane person would barrel through a parade and attempt to kill people. Uh, but I, I don't want him to get off on, uh, on, on not guilty by reason of insanity. I don't think that'll happen. Mm. Okay. Um, I, I want to bring this up too. This is actually an email that I got. So somebody, I'm not going to name them, um, but they're a viewer of the program and they were concerned about uh, Adina Flores and uh, and her boyfriend Shelby that had come on the show before. <clears throat> so uh, she wanted to know if I had done any research on Adina and Shelby uh, because it was her belief that uh, they were only interested in social justice and that they weren't conservatives. And uh, apparently there was a negative experience uh, that this person had uh, with one of them at an event. <clears throat> And uh, and I will say, and, and perhaps maybe there was some colorful language that was used by Adina 
at public hearings. Um, I feel like everybody who watches the show on a regular basis knows my position on maintaining an open line of dialogue with people that I don't necessarily align with politically or philosophically. Uh, the reason that I had Adina and Shelby on the show was because of Adina's work exposing the direct financial connection between the vaccine manufacturers and the local government uh, of where she lived in California. Um, and uh, and that was the reason that I had her on. Um, you know, I was I was doing a Trump rally before the show um, and, uh, you know, she didn't have any problem with me broadcasting a Trump rally right before I brought her on. But uh, it's always been my position that we need to get back to a time in America when it was okay to disagree on a number of subjects uh, and allow us to have an open conversation about the things that we do agree with each other on. Uh, I think that exposing the corruption behind the uh, forced vax agenda is extremely important. And so that was the reason why I invited them here. Didn't really matter to me what their politics were because we weren't talking about politics. Um, and even if we, uh, you know, even if they believe in uh, certain things and I believe in other things, um, th that just doesn't matter to me. Um, you know, the way that I choose guests are, you know, nine times out of 10, I like know who a person is and I reach out to them directly because I am a fan of their work. Uh, oftentimes, viewers will send me suggestions and say, hey, this person is doing this and you should talk to them because of that, you know, and then I'll interview the person uh, in a pre-show and kind of, you know, determine whether or not I think they'd be a good fit. And I know we have a lot of people here who are uh, against the forced vaccination of themselves or their children and they understand the corruption. Uh, so uh, at the end of the day, you know, I they were suggested to me by uh, a longtime viewer of the program. And uh, and I talked to them and I said, hey, I think this is great work. And, you know, we'll go ahead and check it. Um, you know, uh, I believe that when they were on the show, they said something about Black Lives Mattering. And um, I, I think it's important to remember that there's a distinction between Black Lives Mattering and the organization Black Lives Matter. Uh, and if somebody wants to wear a BLM shirt, a Black Lives Matter shirt, I'm not going to begrudge them that, uh, because if I want to wear a White Lives Matter shirt, then I shouldn't be begrudged that either. It should be just fine for me to decide what speech I want to engage in, in the same way it should be fine for them to decide what speech they want to engage in. It's America. I want all of us to have the freedom to do and say as we would, uh, as long as it doesn't infringe upon the, the rights and the happiness of other people. So uh, I, I think that uh, the person who sent me an email, I just want you to know that I appreciate what you're saying, uh, but I think it's important for all of us to realize that we have areas where we can align with people who are not necessarily hardcore conservatives, uh, and that's the only way that we're going to collectively beat the deep state. Uh, because vax, forced vaccinations, that's a nonpartisan issue. I think everybody can agree with that. Uh, that's a nonpartisan issue, and uh, it's something that both people on the left and the right can agree on. Uh, and then we can sort the politics out on a different day. There are time and a place for various conversations, and uh, if it's uh, not the right time for a conversation or a political discussion, then we won't engage in it, and we'll go ahead and talk about the stuff that matters. Uh, and on that particular day, it was the forced vaccinations and the uh, corruption 
and uh, financial interests that were exposed. So I appreciated uh, Dina and Shelby for bringing that information to me. And uh, I hope that anybody who maybe didn't like who they were personally would uh, would understand why I did. It's like people who say, I don't like Donald Trump, therefore he shouldn't be president. Donald Trump said, grab him by the pussy. And so therefore uh, I hate him and I'll never vote for him. I feel like that's a little short-sighted. And in the same way, if you look at uh, a, a person who doesn't agree with you politically or philosophically and you say the same thing, I think you're selling yourself short. Uh, and I think that you're missing out on an op- opportunity. Uh, Drought Tolerance says, I like your tan, Zach. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. This is one of the benefits of living in Florida. Uh, hold on, Red Bronze. What is this conversation about sinkholes? Says, slug, notice how sinkholes are always round after they get created. How do we get on sinkholes? Uh, oh, it's a flat earth conversation. Okay, you guys can have that on your own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me go through some of these thank yous over on Foxhole. Uh, Inside Gino, thank you very much for those shades. I appreciate it. PQuest, dropping a can. Sean Joe, dropping a cookie. Sean Joe, thank you very much. Lou Ann V says, please provide the link to donate to the free speech class action lawsuit. Thank you. Debbie, if you wouldn't mind, please share that link to donate to the Google lawsuit. Uh, Jack Attack 17 says, nothing can stop what is coming. I keep getting this electrical interference, and I don't know what the heck is going on. Hold on. Is anybody out here an audiophile? Can you tell me exactly what I can do to minimize electrical interference? Um, Yeah, and if you can send me an email and tell me exactly what I need to do. I mean, I've heard the term balanced cables before. Um, but I, it, I don't know really what I'm looking for, uh, in that respect. Thank you very much, USA Landshark. I appreciate that. Uh, J2 Dank, thanks for that cookie. Uh, Tracy S says, cheers to you, Zach. Your guest cancels and you still come prepared with awesomeness. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I knew I had to come to you guys tonight. I knew I had these important stories that I had to bring you. Uh, let's see. Mez, thank you for that cookie. J Bell, good to see you. Dropping a can. Napkinator79 says popcorn at the RP theater. J-Bell, will Def go check out Liz's video? Looks like she put a lot of work into it. Thank you. She absolutely did. And this way, also, if you get a chance to watch her video, then when she comes back here in a couple weeks, you will be primed with questions that you want to ask her, not only about the film, uh, but perhaps about her personal life and her journey to get here. I'm, I'm really excited to talk to Liz. And I have to be honest, I was bummed out when she said that she wasn't going to be able to do the show tonight. Uh, But I am uh, completely understanding. I know that there are emergency situations that come up. Uh, Untitled Amy82 says, follow Huma. She will now be a contributor on MSDNC and Morning Joe. Huma Abedin coming to the mainstream media. Not surprised. uh, Certainly interested to see what she's going to bring to the table. Uh, Let's see. Ohio Kimmy dropping a cookie. Lynn's over in it dropping a can. Thank you very much. Did anybody see the Kanye West interview on Tucker Carlson? Because it was really good. Uh, I know that Kanye West is a divisive figure. Some people like him, some people don't. But Kanye West is a perfect example of what I was talking about with Adina and Shelby. Uh, She had to cancel because she had a, a, a small emergency. It was an emergency that totally warranted having to reschedule uh, to another night. So uh, I am fine with that. And uh, I'm, j- I'm 
I am blessed to be able to have somebody like Liz Crokin on my show. So I'm happy to go ahead and juggle. Uh, I, I scheduled about a month in advance. So I had uh, the second week of November available. That's when she's going to be here. It's going to be a Friday. I believe it's Friday the 11th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Kanye West, okay, he's a guy who definitely says Black Lives Matter. But when he says Black Lives Matter, he's not saying the organization. He's talking about black lives in general uh, because they do. They matter. Okay, Uh, but also white lives matter and yellow lives matter and red lives matter. All of lives matter. Kanye West is a a pro-life person, and he is in the news, obviously, because he wore those shirts with uh, Candace Owens uh, that said white lives matter. Now, the uh, the interview with him is great because he's so balanced. uh, He's very reasonable. He knows exactly what he's saying and he understands exactly what his positions are. Uh, so, you know, he comes across as just like this really cool guy. Now, um, you know, he, he, he is, uh, a Christian. He's had kind of, a um, a revival of sorts, uh, coming to where he is right now. And I know that people look back at things that he's done in the past and they don't like him for that. They don't, they judge him for that. But again, I think that's a mistake. Uh, we have to allow that bit of grace for people to evolve into the, the, the being that God intended for them to be. And I really do feel like Kanye has done that in the last couple of years. Certainly getting away from the Kardashians was an excellent way to do that. Uh, he did reveal that uh, Kim Kardashian is very close with Hillary Clinton. So that's pretty interesting. Yes, all lives matter. Lives matter. That's what it should be. But I, but again, I'm not going to begrudge somebody to specify any one particular type of life that should matter. Kanye saying black lives matter. He's talking about black babies. I was shocked to learn that 50% of all black death in New York is abortion. Did you realize that? I had not heard that before. 50% of all black death in New York is due to abortion. Um, It was also great that he was talking about the liberal Nazis, uh, talking about how they kind of control what you can say and what you're allowed to talk about, uh, you know, what your views need to be. Um, he, I, and it was crazy to learn that people had threatened his life for wearing that MAGA hat. Um, you know, I, yeah, I, I know that Kim Kardashian is, uh, is not an ideal person, but, um, you know, people make mistakes. Kanye certainly made a mistake in uh, in falling in love with Kim. Maybe she cast a spell on him, guys. I don't know. Uh, could have been. Um, Hillary is a Satanist, Mr. Vax says. Yeah, I agree with you there. Well, yeah, so uh, Gumada 17, they are witches. And I believe that it's possible that Kanye West could have had a spell cast on him. Who knows? They could be into all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, but uh, hold on. Let's go ahead and watch this. Oh, no, this is the full interview. Let me let me just share this link, you guys. And if you haven't seen the interview, I highly suggest that you watch it uh, because it was great. It was great. And I, I think that uh, I think that it's worth watching. Why can I not share a link in my own chat on Getter? Why can I not share a link in my own? Oh, my God. I, we haven't even talked about Coolio's death. Oh, my gosh. Uh, hold on. There, I, there's actually something I meant to show you guys, and I completely, hang on, let me find it, because this is, uh, this is pretty incredible. 
Yeah, so Coolio, I believe, was murdered. Definitely believe that Coolio was murdered. Uh, because it uh, came out right after his death that he was planning to blow the whistle on a whole bunch of dirty stuff in Hollywood. Uh, okay. Man, okay. Where is the Coolio thing? Hold on, I think... Okay, here it is. I found it. I found it. And of course, nothing is working. Okay, let's watch this. Let's watch this. All right, uh, while I'm getting this set up, we'll be right back after this. Gotta pay the bills. All right, uh, Brogent says he stated 50% of all black death in America is due to abortion, which is even crazier. He said more black babies are aborted than are born in New York City. Thank you very much for clarifying that for me. Okay, let's go ahead and watch this Coolio thing because this, again, was a, a revelation. This is not the video. This is absolutely not the video. This is from M Seeker of Truth. These are Coolio's last words. Are, are fake. And some things we don't know about. But if something is obvious, whether you've done the research or not, if something is obvious, then why would you argue about it? Okay? Now y'all can go head on, go home and drink your androchrome, you suck-ass motherfuckers. I'm cool on that. Suckers on the way. <laughs> okay. Now. Here it is. I found it. I found it. Oh, okay. Here. Let's, uh... Let me open this up someplace so that... I don't go doxing a bunch of people's private messages. Leo was telling me about how a couple of, I'm not going to say no names, but some big, big top, top hats of the industry were coming at him. Males, by the way, were coming at him asking for sex. You know, um, they were coming at him talking about some child trafficking stuff. And, you know, okay. we're going to expose it all. He was going to expose the gay mafia. He was going to expose the child trafficking. Uh, Low Country Brooklyn said that Yee made some salient points. In my opinion, you got to listen to it more than once. He went deep and everything he said was true, especially the part of the machine using fear to influence the influencers, including Kim. You're absolutely right. And then also uh, Salty, somebody, saw, uh, just real Salty, said something about uh, Kanye wanting segregation. He didn't say he wanted segregation. He just wanted said said he wanted something for black people. And um, I, you know, and again, I think Kanye and his attitude are evolving over time. And uh, I don't believe in segregation. I think that that's a negative thing. We fought hard to get rid of segregation, <clears throat> and maybe Kanye will evolve on that point too. I need to get power conditioners. What does power conditioners mean? 
There's a lot of shit I know that I want to tell people. It's a lot of things that I want to teach, but I'm afraid. I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. with you. I'm scared because I, I got four grandchildren. And I got I got and I got I got children that are in this world. I got people I care about. And they, I got people that I care about that, that, that don't necessarily believe what I believe. Yeah. And I and I'm not I have no fear of death. And I think that those that would oppose my my beliefs, they they've probably done enough. If 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 somebody's after me or if somebody's watching me, then they know enough about me to know that I have no fear of death. Okay, so first of all, they tried to resurrect him for forty five minutes. That to me sounds like they knew he had something very important to say. Uh, now, the other thing is he knew that they were going to come after him for the noise. Oh, oh, power conditioners for the noisy sound. Okay, st- awesome, Steve. Thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah. So, Coolio knew what was coming. He knew that what he was saying was going to make some waves. It was going to be dangerous. Uh, so, here, let's continue. So, killing me don't mean shit. It just, it just confirms that what I said was true. Hmm. But I do have a fear of them hurting my family. So I'm glad about certain things. I don't talk about everything I know because I don't I don't want my I don't want nobody in my family to be hurt. I'm gonna be real. I'm upset. So many different things that we were gonna talk about. Exposing the industry, exposing a lot of the stuff that's happening in this nation, dealing with the government, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember he was telling me he was worried about talking about certain things because he didn't know what they would do to his family. He wasn't worried about what they would do to him. He was worried about his children. And I was telling him, no, nah, I don't even think like that. You know, just let's do this for the people. And in fact, we could we could do it educationally. So it could almost seem as if it will be flying up under the radar. But, you know, we don't got to go straight direct with it. I don't want to say political power, but the amount of social power that I that I was able to achieve, you would think that I would be a prime candidate for this for this just to be so we could say we could call it something for to be a member of the Illuminati or a member of the elite society or whatever. You would think that I would be that they would come at me and I, I think they did. It's sideways, though. I never, nobody never got at me directly and said, we want you to join us and we're doing this. That's never happened. But I will tell you, I've had motherfuckers come at me on some weirdo shit, like on some gay shit. I've had motherfuckers come at me on some, oh, you should do this type shit. And I was like, what, what? Man, what the why the fuck would I do that? Wow. That no sense. <laughs> I, I, I view that as being um, inhuman. I view that as I, I would never do that. You know, that's what made me. You know, was like, oh, what he he passed. You know, what I'm saying like that's why I was like, hold up, whoa, 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 because um, I remember we had a conversation. He was telling me that he was going to do some interviews and he was going to talk about some of this stuff. And I was I was telling him, I said, just. Just scratch the surface. Um, you don't got to get in full detail with everything. And, you know, he was like, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, you know, I was like, yeah, because even though, you know, you want to get this stuff out right now, 
And that's when he was telling me, you know, he was like, it's, it's, it's mainly about he want to be there for his children. And, um, you know, it was just a lot of stuff that was that was happening behind the scenes that you guys didn't know about. And it was just unfortunate that we um, that the brother's no longer here with us in the physical, but he is with us here in the spiritual. I- Dang, they clearly killed that man. They clearly killed him. Uh, okay, so power conditioners, guys, these are quite expensive. So I, I think I'm just going to have to put up with the noise for right now. Let me show you. With as much stuff as I have plugged in here, we're talking about like 600 bucks for one of them. And I would have to get multiple ones. Um, you know, actually, well, they have this eight outlet rack mount power conditioner. I could get two of these. They are 67 bucks a piece here. This would work because yeah, that has eight, eight plugs on the back. And I have, I think I have, uh, 12 to 16 things that I have plugged in. All right. So I will go ahead and keep an eye on this and, uh, Actually, Steve, are you out there still? Can you tell me if this one would work? Lowe says, Ye said the black community is divided amongst itself and implied it is the Dems doing it. He did not say that he believes in segregation. He's calling out the black community to get off the plantation. Yeah, he didn't say that he wanted segregation. He, he said that he wanted, uh, he said, we don't have a, a, a city or a, a state or something like that. I can't remember exactly what his words were. But he was just talking about something that was, you know, uh, that was instituted by black people and run by black people. And uh, I don't know that he means that white people couldn't be there, um, but uh, I think he's talking about like the levers of power is what it more sounded like. Um, Algorithm Q, you can't hear it, but I can. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, there is like a humming that goes on that I know doesn't come out to you guys, but I hear it, and it's uh, it's really annoying. It like screws with me while I'm doing this. All right, so. Anyways, I suggest you guys watch the uh, the Kanye interview. I also thought it was interesting that his dad was uh, an ex-Black Panther, that his dad um, was totally down with the shirt that he wore. Uh, there was uh, all kinds of uh, interesting stuff in here. All right, so let me see. What else did I want to make sure that we covered tonight? Oh, yes, right here. This is so clearly a ploy by Joe Biden to gain more votes. Did you see this? He is pardoning every federal marijuana offender. Uh, so if you're in prison uh, and you got or got there because you were dealing pot or something like that, I don't know if there's going to be any limit on the amount of pot that you could be dealing, like if they have like major traffickers that were put in prison. Okay, I also saw people talking about Isaac Cappy. You guys, I knew Isaac Cappy personally. I'm like relatively certain he's gone, like pretty certain, real certain. Um, There was definitely some funny business surrounding his death. I think that he was being electronically controlled in some fashion at the end. Uh, I think that he was being attacked with um, uh, like think silent weapons for quiet wars. He was definitely being attacked in in a manner such as that. And I think that it's entirely possible that he ended his life because he was being directed to do so. And there was nothing he could do to stop it. So uh, I, I really do think Cappy's gone. 
Um, because like I said, I knew him. I knew the man. I knew him personally. So he's gone. Now, if he comes back again, you know, I'm happy for it. I, I would love it. It would be great. I was just thinking about him today. So it's really funny that you guys uh, brought it up. Because I was thinking about how how cool it would be if he was still here. I was wondering, you know, like, what would he be doing now? Um, I was thinking about what a waste that he's not here. You know, I talked to him less than 48 hours before he died. Didn't say anything about anything crazy happening. Um, he called me. He called me and I didn't get a chance to call him back. And if I can be perfectly honest, that has haunted me. It's absolutely wrecked me for the last couple of years that I didn't get back in touch with him before he died. And it, it's, it was horrible. It was horrible. Um, you know, we all lost something when Cappy died. We all lost something. Spirit Anon says the marijuana pardon is for less than a half ounce and no one is in federal prison for less than <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, still, this is the kind of thing that people are going to see and uh, it's going to resonate with them. Well, Biden pardoned marijuana offenders. Is Space Shot 76 out there? Anyone know how bad the accident was? What accident? Space Shot, what accident? Check your settings and see if you have a section for having a monitor on or off in the audio of both your computer and Zoom. Um, yeah, yeah, I have my audio. I have my audio routed properly. Um, definitely, it's not that. Hey, Chi, you guys, you, you never really get to see Chi Chi, but this is him. Hi, buddy. Say hello. Say hello to everybody. You're a good boy. Come here. Have a seat. Have a seat. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think Isaac was murdered. Steve at the helm, you can email me at restinpeacerp78 at gmail.com or redpill78 at protonmail.com. All right, so let's take a look at this. Joe Biden on Thursday announced that he would pardon federal simple marijuana possession convictions. However, ooh, is he pardoning people that have already served time? Uh, like if he pardons them, will it uh, um, take away their felony status so they can vote? That would be something he would do. Uh, planning for all Americans who've been convicted of simple marijuana possession under federal law. Coming closer to keeping a 2020 campaign promise to decriminalize the drug a little more than a month before the midterm elections. Yeah, timing is not coincidental. The executive action will benefit 6,500 people, 6,500 votes, with prior federal convictions and thousands of others charged under the District of Columbia's criminal code. There are no individuals currently in federal prison solely for simple possession of marijuana. As I said when I ran for president, no one should be in jail for using or possessing marijuana. I don't think they should be either. I think that people, um, look at this. Biden's comments contradict his previous stand on stance on the plant though. Back in March, 2021, Biden asked staffers to resign over marijuana use, regardless of whether or not it was legal in the States they resided in. It was reported by the New York post that the administration had encouraged applicants to admit to past marijuana use assuring them they would overlook those that answered truthfully. But then he asked them to move, to move on. <laughs> what a hypocrite. What a hypocrite. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't smoke pot. I'm not interested in smoking pot. I think that plenty of people smoke pot. Personally, I think that the world would be a better place if, like, you know, we weren't using drugs. That's just me. But I know that, you know, I have my own spin on it. Uh, I have my own reasons for believing that. And I know that there are plenty of people out there who, um... <laughs> Adina, Adina's watching the show. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Adina, I'm glad you were watching the show and I'm hopefully you saw the uh uh the full explanation of my uh my <laughs> my rationale for uh for why I talk to everyone. Uh, I think that I think that my show is uh, better and and more enriched because I had you and Shelby on, and I think that the work you're doing in California is uh, absolutely wonderful. And uh, and and I and 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 even still, even though uh, maybe some people don't like you or what you've done or said, uh, that uh, that I think that it's uh, it's still an opportunity for me to uh, to speak to those people too. Uh, we are all God's children, and I think we all have a part to play in this great awakening, in this uh, this uh, revival of uh, of our faith and our patriotism. And uh, I think it's an excellent opportunity for all of us to come together. So uh, let me see. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, two. Okay, let me see. Okay. All right. Sorry. Some 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 stuff that I need to pay attention to afterwards. Now, something else that the Biden administration is doing, which is probably going to cost him some additional votes. Look at this. Oh, my God. They took the story down. Friday night document dump Biden regime repeals executive branch rules that prevent governments from spying on American citizens. That story is gone. Now, I don't know if the Gateway Pundit maybe got it wrong and they took it down, but it's definitely no longer on the website. Let's check this out. Let's take a look. Yeah, it's not here any longer. It's it's totally gone. Wow. All right. Well, maybe it's not true, but if I mean, let's just be honest. The government already spies on American citizens. If they are repealing some order that stops them from doing it, it's only so that they can just do it out in the open now. Now they don't have to have the uh, pretense of, of not spying on American citizens. This is good news right here. This is really good news uh, that the Uvalde School District has suspended their entire police force after the way they responded to that mass shooting at the Robb Elementary School. Obviously, this is something we have been asking for for quite some time. Uh, we've all wondered why it was that they would allow, why they would allow those cops to stay on the job. Because either, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. You know, it, it seemed the way they acted, uh, they wanted those kids to die. Post the link. Uh, yeah, here we go. Oh, you know what? Why don't I, why don't I look it up in the archive? Why don't I look it up in the archive? Uh, let's take a look. Now, it wasn't up for very long. That was, that was why I didn't just go straight to it. Oh, no. Hold on. I can't even get the link. Um, 
No. Oh, dang it. Yeah, it won't allow me to pull up the link because of the format in which I have it down here. Okay, there we go. I did it. I got it. I got it. Okay, let's take a look. Hopefully it's archived. Oh, boom. Somebody archived it earlier today. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, T. Webbs says, I have run sound for many a band festivals. Check your wires. Make sure they are not crossed and the connections are fully. Oh, wait. Are you saying like just like this underneath the desk? Because I have so many freaking wires. They're all crossing over each other. All right, let's take a look. So this was the article I wanted to talk about. The Biden regime on Friday announced they are rescinding executive branch rules that prevent the president from spying on Americans. The regime erased the rules that prevent Democrats from spying on their detractors and those critical of the regime. Attorney Will Chamberlain apparently had this to say. Maybe Will Chamberlain's tweet is still up. Okay, hang on. I have to open it up in a different manner. Yeah, well, this is Ezra Cohen. National Security Memorandum on Partial Revocation of Presidential Policy Directive. This, The fact that that article is just not there and we got a 404, that makes me wonder if the Biden government didn't actually specifically mess with the Gateway Pundit's website uh, to, yeah, to make sure that it wasn't visible to people like us. Wow, this is incredible. Okay, continuing on. So he revoked Section 1, which said that the United States shall not collect signals intelligence for the purpose of suppressing or burdening criticism or dissent. And that sigint should be collected only when there is an intelligence or counterintelligence purpose. That means they can spy on us anytime they want. And of course, it's four weeks before the election. So be looking for uh, people like myself and people like you guys uh, to have your uh, personal communications wiretapped by the Biden regime. He kept Section 3, which does not protect the rights of the surveilled, but instead requires the intel agencies to work to prevent national security damage by the improper disclosure of SIGINT, so not telling people that they actually collected it. Mike Cernovich also shared the news. Joe Biden just made it legal to spy on political dissidents. With this new executive order, innocent Americans will be spied on per the law, and the information obtained will be shared with anyone. That is some scary stuff. Uh, yeah, we're looking at it on the Wayback Machine right now, Akira. I'm going to share the archive link with everybody in the chat, so you guys all have a copy of it as well. And there, oh, and of course, I can't share it on Getter. Sorry about that. If you guys are on uh, Getter, you can pick the link up on Foxhole or anything like that. Uh, let me see. Happy Strummer said, always enjoy your show. I'm calling out Red Pill as a warrior of light. Uh, that means a lot to me. Thank you very much. Nakaz says, can you check into Russell J. Gould, lastflagstanding.com? Maybe a good guy to get on your show, especially with Joe. I have had Russell J. Gould on the show before. And um, Russell is interesting and the concepts that he espoused, I believe, have merit. Um, But um, Russell is not really like a forward-facing guy. I will tell you. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, the guy that used to work with him, I think that, uh, he, he really does a good job, uh, with the interview and I, I can't remember his name, uh, but I will, uh, I'll find it and, and I'll see about having him back. We just made contact the other day, actually. 
Um, okay, Mountain Lace, thank you for that cookie. Lynn's over, it says, we need some cookies up in here for Zach's hard work. Thank you. Uh, 123SKG dropping a can and just Josie with a cookie. There was also uh, a donation on Cash App earlier, so let me give that a shout out before I forget. Um, oh, Jerry. Thank you very much, Jerry. Appreciate you, brother. And then also, we had another one, which is awesome, from Lisa. Lisa with $150. Lisa, thank you very, very much. That's incredible. Uh, That really, really is a major, major assist. Thank you very, very much for that. Uh, And then also, if I go over here to buy me a coffee. Let me see. I know that there was... uh, Somebody that dropped something over here. Okay, uh, Louise, 17 hours ago. Louise, uh, doesn't look like there was a message with it. Uh, also, Oceanified tonight. Thank you very much. Let me, there should be a message there. Go ahead and take a look on my phone. Yeah, Louise said, love you guys. I love you too, Louise. And then Oceanified said, I'm so looking forward to this, Louis Oceanified, hopefully you saw that uh, I said Liz had to reschedule. Maybe that would, you, at this point in the show, you probably are aware of that. I appreciate it. Uh, let me see. Wilt Chamberlain, 100 points in one game. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The story is still there. I, I'm really wondering why it's gone from Gateway Pundit. I wonder if this would you know, make it more legal for the Biden regime to go into the Gateway Pundit's website and uh, destroy the story, kill the story. Here is the actual announcement from the White House, too. I might as well share that with you guys. Let me put that out there. Okay, and there you go. There you go. Debbie, thank you very much for your hard work. Lo, thank you very much for your hard work. Lisa, real red pill fiance. Thank you very much for your hard work. For everybody who has uh, asked that uh, Lisa change her name to real red pill fiance, and then of course, real red pill wife once it's appropriate, we can't figure out how to do it on Rumble. Uh, Rumble, like I think that you're you're like locked in. Like she would have to start another account or a channel or something to be able to go in there. But all right, so I can't believe he's doing this right before, right before the election. Revocation of sections three and six, uh, general provisions, nothing in this memorandum shall be construed to impair or otherwise affect the authority granted by law to an executive department agency or the head thereof. Yeah. Safeguards on U.S. state, United States signals intelligence activities that supersede the safeguards of personal information collected through signals intelligence by presidential policy directive. 28 of January 17th, 2014. Yep. I can't believe they're doing this, but I mean, I guess, you know, what's uh, what's really surprising in today's world? Let me see if Ezra has any commentary on it as well. Come here. Oh, shoot. You guys, uh, I got to clean this up real quick. Hold on. Oh, gee, watch out, buddy. Hold on. Oh. 
Okay. All right, I got it. Oh, God, it's still everywhere. Okay. Yeah, Rumble can't change. Uh, you know, so we'll see. We'll, we'll get it fixed at some point. Mm. Definitely a Homer Simpson moment. That's what happens when you have a dog in your lap, you're wrangling a computer, and you try to get a drink of, uh, I need a sippy cup. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. Hmm. Okay. All right, so nothing further there. Um, did you guys happen to catch any of the uh, debate between Blake Masters and um, his opponent? We won't even name him because it's not important, but he he just eviscerated this guy. Um, Mark Giffords, Gabby Giffords' husband. Mark Kelly, rather. Gabby Giffords' husband. Uh, of course, Blake Masters is endorsed by President Trump. Obviously, he is an America first patriot. I like him. Um, Arizona is uh, a really, really hot battleground state. I think Carrie Lake's going to win. I think Blake Masters is going to win. I think that uh, uh, Mark Fincham is going to win. There's a lot of stuff going on there. So uh, he was asked a question about the southern border. And uh, Mark Kelly, obviously, he's been soft on the, soft on the southern border. He he voted down, he voted against hiring a uh, whole bunch of additional border patrol agents. And uh, so, you know, in a manner of speaking, you could say that Mark Kelly has been responsible for a lot of the decline taking place in Arizona. Blake Masters actually said he's running uh, for uh, for for Senate in in Arizona because Mark Kelly screwed everything up. Uh, which is absolutely true. Uh, somebody else who's also screwed everything up, that would be Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs, <laughs> she was uh, doing some type of a town hall, a Hispanic town hall, and she was asked what the Hispanic community has uh, taught her in her time in office. And apparently she couldn't think of anything, and we've got video of it, and I thought that it would be funny to play that as well. Let's go ahead and take a listen. A friend indeed. How did you type in Cyrillic? Today, today, you said that growing up in Arizona, you have seen, and I'm quoting, how impactful the vibrant community, talking about the Hispanic community, has been. Let me ask you, how has it impacted you personally? What have you learned, specifically learned from the Latino community? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I don't necessarily uh, think about it that way in those terms. I think um, I really value uh, my relationships across the board with, um, with 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 different folks, and um, and I learn all the time from from people uh, in my life. My sister-in-law, um, she is uh, Latino, and uh, her family. Uh, I love hanging out with them and uh, practicing my Espanol un <laughs> poquito. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, it's, um, I learned so much from, from her family, uh, but I think um, it, it's really hard to separate out Arizona and subtract Latino culture because it's so much a part of who we are as a state. And, um, and I, and I, um, I, I, I 
Arizona wouldn't be Arizona without the, what the Latino community brings. So there's not one specific lesson you could share with you, other than Espanol with you. <laughs> uh, it's one third of the state. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think there's, there's many lessons. Uh, the, the emphasis on uh, family values, uh, hard work, uh, those, are, those are something that I value in my own life. And, um, you know, it's something I, that I respect. Katie Hobbs can't think of a single damn thing that the Hispanic community have taught her, and her sister-in-law is Hispanic. She couldn't even say she taught me how to make salsa. Uh, She taught me about the difference between barbacoa and, uh, I don't know, think of something else having to do with uh, uh, Latin food. Uh, You know, there's all any number of things that she would have had an opportunity to be exposed to as a public servant in Arizona, which is a highly Hispanic community there. Uh, and Katie Hobbs can't think of a single thing. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. This is right here why Katie Hobbs doesn't want to debate Carrie Lake, because she knows that she's going to get absolutely torn a new butthole. Name a single thing, Katie Hobbs. Name a single thing you've been taught by the Hispanic community. Well, maybe she could say, I've been taught, um, (laughs) I know she can make something up. I can't even think of anything myself, but I don't live in Arizona. It is absolutely incredible. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, things are not going well for Chicago either. Uh, Tyson Foods, their corporate offices are leaving Chicago. They're moving to Arkansas. You can guess why that is. Is because Chicago is a freaking war zone. Okay. You go to Chicago, you have a better chance of getting uh, shot than you do by being able to hail a cab. (laughs) There are so many different things that I can think of that I would like to do more than having to go to Chicago. Uh, Driving wind, getting mugged, though, and getting shot, like, that's top of the list. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So they are relocating to Arkansas, which is a Republican state where you don't have to worry about getting shot walking down the street. Uh, Andy, even if you're at home in uh, in your living room, you don't have to worry about getting shot. Uh, there will be fewer taxes, uh, fewer uh, opportunities for their employees to be accosted, uh, robbed, raped, whatever. The biggest U.S. meat company in the country said it's going to be relocating all of their corporate offices and employees from downtown Chicago uh, to, oh, also the ones in South Dakota. I would imagine South Dakota is pretty safe too, but Springdale, Arkansas. Now, this is what capitalism looks like. You offer a better opportunity where uh, a company or an individual has an incentive to go there and do business. Uh, I'm sure that it must be a better situation monetarily for Tyson Foods on top of the fact uh, that, uh, yes, I did Truth for me always. I talked about the uh, Tucker uh, Kanye interview earlier in the show, so I encourage you to go ahead and watch that. Uh, Marshall Robb says he was born in Chicago. It was a bit different then. It's way different. Way, way different. Oh, oh my gosh. So the Serpent and the Rainbow, that was, a, uh, that was a movie that terrified me when I was a little kid. Absolutely terrified me. Mm. 
Oh, my gosh. So Mayor Lori Lightfoot has quite literally overseen the largest single decline in livability in the city of Chicago. Uh, let's see. What is this? Mayor Lightfoot's. This is Mayor Lightfoot's Twitch TikTok account. There's no cord on that microphone. Sweet home Chicago. Except nobody says that anymore. Oh, hey, Trisha. Trisha, Q Patriot, Texas, says, God bless you, Zach. Thanks for keeping us up to date on what's going on in this crazy world. And then Low Country Brooklyn said, hello, Rhino. Senator Ben Sass may be University of Florida's next president. Can't make it up. Yes, I had heard that Ben Sass was uh, planning to uh, to leave his position, uh, which means that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the governor of Nebraska is probably going to be uh, uh, actually nominating somebody to take over his seat, or perhaps they're going to have a special election. But either way you slice it, it's good for the people of Nebraska and it's good for America. This is what Lori Lightfoot is doing while the people of Chicago are getting shot, killed, raped, mugged, carjacked, uh, having their vehicles broken into. This just, you know, it just keeps getting worse and worse for Lori Lightfoot. Uh, This is absolutely tone deaf. This is about as good as Joe Biden posting the picture of himself in his 67 Corvette and asking people to get in. I would imagine this is uh, probably pretty infuriating. Here we go. We have another one. Lori Lightfoot dancing again on TikTok. This is embarrassing. Uh, It's it's one of the worst displays of uh, narcissism and uh, lack of personal understanding. Have you got and you I'm sure you've seen Lightfoot in uh, uh, in the oh, my gosh, this right here. I'm, I'm an amateur mycologist. And these are what are called corn truffles. Uh, It is a species of mushroom that grows on uh, cobs of corn in the field. Uh, Of course, it makes the corn themselves inedible. uh, But these are considered gourmet and highly desirable. And look at how many they have. Each bulb of mushroom grows on each individual kernel of corn. It's pretty incredible. I've never had it before, but I've heard it's really delicious. So... Mayor Lightfoot, uh, she will not address the problems that Chicagoans are facing. I cannot believe that she's going to be elected again. I, I mean, I don't believe she will be elected again. Uh, this isn't. This is just like Joe Biden. You know, it's so patently obvious that Joe Biden, the Democrat Party, uh, you know, Lori Lightfoot, they have abandoned the people that they're supposed to be representing, the people that they have been safeguarded. With overseeing, Joe Biden wasn't elected to shit, but Lori Lightfoot, you know, I believe she was actually uh, actually elected. Okay, 
All right. So let me see. What else do I have here, guys? Oh, my God. This was horrible. There was a we had two massacres. There was a massacre in Thailand and then there was also a massacre in Las Vegas. Now, the one in Las Vegas, obviously, is it hits a little closer to home. So we'll talk about that first. This guy right here, he's an illegal alien. Uh, he was already known to authorities, had a criminal record in California. Uh, he walked down the Las Vegas Strip, and he began stabbing showgirls that were taking pictures with uh, uh, tourists that were there in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, take a look at him. He looks like a nutter, typical uh, Democrat voter. Uh, he was accused of stabbing eight people in front of the Wynn Hotel and Casino. He killed two people. He's here illegally, and uh, they probably let him out of jail in California. His name is Yoni Barrios. He's 32. He's from Guatemala, all right? Guatemala. Uh, he's here illegally. ICE could have taken care of it, but of course, under the Biden regime, ICE is not allowed to do their jobs. Stabbed eight people, a mix of tourists and residents, uh, just after 11.40 a.m., so pretty early in the day. Uh, two Las Vegas residents died. Brent Allen Hallett, he's only 47, and Maris Marine D. Giovanni, she was only 30. We don't know how long he's been here. We don't know when he got here, but we do know that California knew exactly who this guy was. Let's go ahead. This is raw video. Uh, it shows one of the victims. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That might be the woman who died uh, because they were trying to get her out of there so quickly. This was a kitchen knife, and he told the showgirls he was a chef and that he wanted to take a photo with them. Okay, let me just say this. If some guy looking like this comes up to you on the Las Vegas Strip with a kitchen knife, the first thing you should do is run. If you have pepper spray, then get it ready. Um, but I, man... It just goes to show you that you cannot trust anything. Uh, you need to be vigilant about every single interaction you have with people. Um, and uh, yeah, just be on guard. Be on guard, guys. Okay, and then this next one, this is going to slay you because it slayed me. There was an attack on a preschool, and this is a photo of a bunch of dead children. Thank God they blurted out. This was a, a massacre that left 24 children dead. They came in with guns and knives. This was uh, an, an ex-police officer, apparently. So a former police officer named Panya Kamrab, he opened fire with a gun and proceeded to stab individuals' children with a kitchen or with a knife during an incident that took place at a preschool daycare in Thailand. This resulted in the deaths of at least 31 people. Can you imagine? He was able to kill 31 people, 24 of them children, little babies. I don't know what gun laws are in Thailand, but this is an excellent argument to have people on site who are armed. I just, I can't believe that this would happen. I just can't even believe that it happened at all, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, this is the deadliest attack uh, ever of this type in Thailand. Uh, I don't know anything about the region other than, you know, it's uh, it, it's exotic. 
Students, teachers, and other workers are among the casualties. Victims as young as two. Oh my God, he attacked them while they were asleep. It was freaking nap time. And he came in and killed them. The suspect shot and stabbed his victims before fleeing with a Toyota pickup truck. Then he killed himself and his family after a manhunt was launched. Jeez, Pete. B1 Car says, did you see attorney Tom Renz filed a billion dollar lawsuit today against EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Dasick, Ralph Barrick for killing 6 million people with COVID? I saw that referenced on somebody else's stream. Oh no, I was in a Zoom call. I was in a Zoom call before this and somebody told me that. Yeah, I'm going to be reaching out uh, to Tom Renz and we'll get him back on the show and we'll talk about it. What about, oh my God, the guy, oh, in Texas, thank you so much for bringing that up. I meant to talk, I, I saw that yesterday and I meant to talk about it. Some nutter who was clearly on some type of uh, uh, mind-altering drugs in Texas, I believe that his girlfriend or his wife, he was a young guy, so I think it must have been his girlfriend. She was in the hospital to have a baby. He went into the nursery and attacked newborn infants, choked them. They didn't die, but we don't know if they have permanent damage or brain damage or anything that it's going to affect them uh, from here on out. Wait, did one of them die? I at last I saw those two two babies didn't die. But my God, if there was ever a reason to shoot somebody as soon as you see them. Okay, so apparently in Thailand, this guy, his son, attended the daycare, but he hadn't been there for a month. And he had, he always used to drop his kid off. He was polite and chatty. There was usually more than 90 children at the school, but only 20 of them were present on Thursday due to bad weather. Thank God. Thank God. What a blessing. Could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. Came in around lunchtime and he shot four or five officials in the center first. At first, people thought it was fireworks. Police officers arrived And they saw the scene with the bodies of young adults and children. Some of them very young, lying inside and outside the body. After inspecting the crime scene, they found that the perpetrator tried to break in and he mainly used a knife to commit the crime by killing a small number of children. Small, 20 kids? That's not small. Then he got out and he started killing anyone he met along the way with a gun or a knife until he got home. We surrounded the house and then found he committed suicide in the home. What the hell was wrong with this guy? Thailand in Southeast Asia has the most privately owned guns. That is something that the deep state cabal needs to end. This is the first thing I thought is that are they going to try to go for gun control in Thailand? And if uh, that that makes a lot of sense, Thailand has the most privately owned guns. Guarantee you they're going to try to take away guns there. Uh, Mass shootings are very rare in Thailand. Uh, But officials have long been concerned about the possibility of increased gun violence in a country with millions of firearms. Watch them try to take it away. There were more than 10.3 million privately owned firearms in Thailand in 2017. It's probably only gone up. Only about 6 million of those are registered. Uh, 15 guns for every 100 private citizens. Uh, It's a lot less than than the United States. 120 guns per 100 people in the same year. I mean, I don't think it has to be the vax driving people mad. I think it's quite uh, it's quite easy that, you know, again, the same voice to skull technology. Maybe it makes them more susceptible to it. I don't know what the vax uh, uh, attrition rate is in Thailand, but 
I think it would be just as easy uh, for the typical voice-to-skull technology to be used anywhere, regardless of Vax status. Um, gosh. Okay. Absolutely disgusting, though. Jeez, oh, Pete, this is the... These are the times that it's not easy to do this. Here's a funny story that is definitely going to get your mind off of this. Do you guys remember that chess champ uh, that uh, that won a match, like, apparently very quickly, and he was accused of cheating using vibrating anal beads? Uh, I guess. And I don't know. <laughs> so don't quote me. Don't quote me, because I really don't know how it would work. But I'm assuming... That somebody in, like, another room or, like, maybe even, like, in another place would have, like, an app on their phone or perhaps, like, a remote or something like that. And you could, uh, oh, I, I think it's de- I think it's a false flag in that it was an orchestrated event. I've talked about this before, you guys, but, like, you know, when, you, when we say false flag, it doesn't mean that nobody died, okay? It might mean that fewer people than you think died, um, but I think a false, to me, a false flag is an event that's been orchestrated in one way or another. Um, but this kid, apparently, they thought he had anal beads in, and then somebody else would, like, hit a button, and it would vibrate them, and, you know, you can, like, I don't know what the code would be for, like, uh, Queen to Rook 4 or something like that. <laughs> but there's got to be some way that they could do it. You know, I mean, if there's a way to cheat, people are going to figure it out. Uh, but apparently at his most recent match, they scanned his ass. They scanned his ass to see if he had anal beads. And yeah, Ben beads. I guess that's what you call him. Uh, okay, so he is a chess grandmaster. He got his butt scanned. They waved a metal detector uh, after he was accused of using the wireless vibrating anal beads to cheat in a tournament last month. Here's video of it. And that is an interesting scanner. I've got to ask him about it. it looks like it's got all kinds of okay, impressive settings. Yes, and we also can see now on our screens, Hansen, everybody is checked carefully. But right. what is was interesting, the, the arbiter said... He knows, he knows why. ...that no matter what, the time will start, yes, of the clock. We will start yes. at once, said Frank yes. Uh, Guadalupe, yes, our chief arbiter. He looks like he's clenching. What do you guys think? The chief arbiter for the ladies. Yes. Turn around, turn... Right. <laughs> Did this guy go and check everybody's like, butt? I don't think so. You see, there's somebody. Listen, Rina is like, come on, come on, let's get going. And you see, there's somebody else being wanted in the back. As- Nobody else is getting their buttholes. <laughs> This is the world we live in. I can't believe this is the world. <laughs> oh my god. He he sure looked like he was clenching to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I mean I, I suppose I don't know how much metal would that really have in it. I mean, they could be they they could have been constructed out of plastic. They could have had a shield around them to make the metal, um, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, (laughs) 
Oh, that's so funny. That is so funny. Oh. I can't even. Okay. Here's uh, some more good news. Uh, Christina Bob, uh, she's uh, one of President Trump's attorneys. She appeared on, I want to say it was like Newsmax, OAN, OAN. And uh, she was talking about the, um, oh no, I'm sorry, it was uh, Steve Malsberg on TNT Radio. Uh, she said that uh, a lot more people are waking up to the the fact that the election of 2020 was stolen. Uh, definitely, I think that she's right. I mean, I think that the, the, the farther we get into uh, this entire nightmare scenario that we're living in, it seems more and more likely that the election was stolen. If you weren't part of... <laughs> If you weren't part of the group of people who woke up uh, early on and were aware that, um, <laughs> would it be sneezed? <laughs> oh my God. You can't. <laughs> Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> what if the button's stuck? <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Oh, hopefully. I hopefully it's not true. Hopefully he's not uh he's not cheating in that manner. I mean, I, I can think of uh, more comfortable ways to go about it. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh this is good. Florida Surgeon General finds 84% increase in cardiac related deaths in males age 18 to 39 following the mRNA vaccine. They un, they recommend that young males refrain from receiving the COVID vaccine. So this is in Florida, obviously 100% based. Well, yeah, I am checkmated. I am checkmated. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just can't stop. I keep seeing things in the chat. It's killing me. Okay. So the Surgeon General of Florida released a shocking report earlier today. According to Dr. Joseph Lapato. We've seen an 84% increase in the incidence of cardiac-related deaths among young men aged 18 to 39 years old. Now, this is important because we can make the direct correlation. It's within 28 days following the mRNA vaccination. That is a huge number, 84%. Um, Nearly all of the young men who get the freaking jab end up with a cardiac-related incident. So, this is a pretty uh, good study that I think that we can we can take a look at. You guys can pass along to people. Um, here is the actual study itself. Let me pull that up, and then I'm going to send it to you guys here in the chat. I, I, this is something that I think that not being gay causes heart attacks now. This is definitely something that you guys can share with the people in your life. I can't share it on Getter, so you're going to have to get it from Foxhole or from odyssey or rumble um yeah but this is very very staggering okay um now you know i think everybody here has somebody who just like doesn't want to admit 
that getting the jab was a bad idea. Getting the jab was a terrible idea. And uh, for those of you out there who felt like you needed to get it, I'm sorry, okay? I, I feel terrible for you. Um, but I, I'm hoping that those of you who did take it can use your experience to communicate to people why they shouldn't get it, uh, because this is a bad, bad deal here. Uh, okay, yeah, no brainstorm 45, I'm done, because now I have to, now I have to pee, because I drank that, um, and then I also have this water here, too. Mm. Yeah, beadgate. <laughs> oh, man, maybe you will. Uh, let me see, um... 123SKG and Just Josie, thank you for that. Janice17. Uh, Insight Gino says, good show, bro. Did you see the story that Bill Barr lied about investigating the 2020 election? Well, I mean, I didn't see the story, but I knew that uh, that wasn't true uh, because I have a friend, Nate Kane, who directly gave the information on the election fraud to Bill Barr. So hold on. Where did you find that show? Or that that article, pardon me. Okay, let me let me see. Bill Barr lied about election fraud. I don't know that I'm going to find anything relevant here, because uh, even DuckDuckGo sucks now. Okay, Insight Gino, if you can do me a favor and share the link to that, I, I would like to pull it up. I know that it's true, and you're right, but no, I didn't see the story. Lynn's over it. Thank you for the cookie, and another cookie, and another cookie. Bruce Banner, it's so good to see you, bro. He says, uh, change the batteries in your beats. <laughs> You're not getting my signals. Maggie May, thank you for the shades. And Michelle Ann says, thank you. Great show. <laughs> oh, thank you very, very much. Oh, I don't know any conservatives here in Mountain Lake Terrace. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can you, Inside Gino, can you do me a favor and, and send me a link to that? Because <clears throat> I don't know where to go to get it. Uh, let me see. Just Revere. Good to see you. Love your show, Zach. FYI. Yeah, it's 84% increase means if it was 100, it's now 184. Not that 84% of those <clears throat> that get the evil clod shot die from heart problems. Uh, it's still an evil clod shot though. Yes. Yes. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, let me see. Laughter is best. Thank you, Zach. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know, I've always felt that we have to maintain a sense of humor in these dark, dark, evil times, because otherwise, you know, we would all drop out. We would just like, you know, <laughs> just, you know, turn, tune in, turn out and drop out, whatever they say about it. Uh, Yeah. Anybody? G Gino, are you even here anymore, bro? I need to... uh I need to get that article so that I can pull that up before we end. <clears throat> Let me just search Bill Barr election fraud. See if anything comes up. Mm, no, I'm not finding anything from any time recently. It's from the Gateway Pundit. Oh, you know, something tells me this is probably in regards to the Nate Kane story. Let me get it pulled up here. Barr lied. FOIA request revealed there were no DOG investigations on election. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this. We talked about this specifically when it came out. Yeah, they didn't put anything in writing. He said, you know, I have seen no evidence indicating, you know, insinuating he had done investigations, but they didn't plan on doing any investigations. I mean, Bill Barr was handed the information 
showing that there was election fraud in the 2020 election, that there was ballot trafficking, uh, that the ballots came from New York down to Pennsylvania. I mean, he saw all of it. Guarantee it. I know it. It's true. He saw it. Elizabeth G says, how are your pheromones now, Zach? I enjoyed your laughing and losing it. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Thank you, Inside Gino. I appreciate that, buddy. Yes, uh, 9-22-22. Yes, no, I, I remember this story specifically now that <clears throat> I see it in front of me uh, because we we talked about it on an episode of Occam's Razor at the time. All right, you guys, we are going to close the show out there because my bladder is about to burst. Let me just make sure there's nothing I'm missing in terms of thank yous. Uh, yes, on Buy Me a Coffee, my picks says Energy Drink Gate, not as memorable as Muffin Gate. LOL. I, I, I will agree with you there. Muffin Gate was something entirely unto itself. And thank you once again to everybody who has supported the show, who supports the show on a regular basis. You guys, I couldn't do it if it wasn't for you. I really, really appreciate it. We're saving the nation. We got to keep hitting this every single day. That's why I work six days a week. One day a week is for God and family. Uh, let me pass out the gold pills, and then uh, we'll call it a night. Tomorrow, my guest is going to be Brian Cates. Uh, Brian, I'm certain, is going to be here. So be here tomorrow. We're going to be talking about the Danchenko trial upcoming next week. And let me pass out these gold pills. Okay. And there we go. Okay, the scratching has been released. Thank you for hanging out with me tonight. I love you guys. Good luck and God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.